0: You're listening to the Vendo Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our Vendo Podcast. I'm super excited to be hosting my very own, actually, podcast on behalf of Vendo and our great staff. Um, As you know, Nick, he's been recording amazing content with some of our other partners, colleagues, in fact. And today, we get to talk about brand analytics. Super happy, super stoked, a lot of good data. Um, There's so much to cover today that we're not going to be able to get everything. In fact, we're breaking down everything into three different segments. But before we get into it, let me introduce um, Russell here, who's also my colleague, phenomenal guy. He's one of our data analytics gurus. That's what I like to call him because he really gets into the data. (laughs) And he's also a project manager. And he has done a phenomenal job, not only from really digging into the data itself, but also... Uh, presenting to a, you know, to all of our clients' uh, findings, trends, but, but, um, you know, um, as far as myself, my name is Vinny. I'm a senior account manager. Russell and I, we have uh, the privilege to be working with really large brands at Vendo seven or eight figure brands. And um, it's so much data that comes in into that Amazon is now finally releasing, right? Uh, it, and it's phenomenal that Amazon has given sellers the power to really dig in and really be able to download a Large subset of data, but right, but it's really up to you the seller. What is it that you want to do uh, with that data? It's really uh, it's there Amazon's giving it to you, but um, Russell, please introduce yourself um, Let us now uh, give the crowd a, a little bit of an insight of you know your background um, How data analytics impacts your daily workflow and then we can dive into brand analytics
1: Yeah, hi guys, I'm Russell Um, so I actually have a degree, a master's degree in communication management and my emphasis was in data analytics. So that's always kind of been my calling card. So, you know, as soon as I joined Vendo, you know, that was like the big skill I could bring to the table. And a big part of it was just, you know, getting to know all the brands. And then once I had that down, the big thing was just Looking at all the data that was available, because there's so much available on Amazon's platform that it's very difficult um, just, you know, at a glance to, you know, get all the information you can out there. You know you need time you need uh, historical data and just being able to look at it especially long term you know once you're familiar with the brand once you've managed it for a while and just you're able to get more and more out of it as you go along so even now like me and vinny like every time we look at new data that comes in with a brand even if we've been managing it for you know months and years it's still you know we're still getting new insights into it so you know data analytics is just something that you can consistently get action items and you know more information out of so yeah we're really excited to kind of introduce you guys just to what's available on amazon and just you know some insights on how we are able to leverage that data
0: no that's perfectly well said um i think you've heard me say this plenty of times to our brands um we need to know and understand your catalog right because from uh, without not knowing your SKU selection your hero items um, data is just data, right? Obviously we are able to filter and sort as such, and, and you can do that as a seller very f- firsthand, but you have to also understand your products, right? Because that's going to correlate to all the trends that you're capturing and it's going to correlate to growth, right? You want to be able to push those, those hero items and, and be able to, at the end, if, if new products come come into your catalog, Put less pressure in your hero items so that you can get incremental growth from these, new, you know, product launches and data really tells you that. It tells you conversion points and tells you glance views. It tells you all that good stuff that we're going to review today. But let's get started. I'm going to share my screen real quick. Um, let's see here. Give me a second. Um, there you go. Russell, can you see my screen? Uh, yes, I can. Okay, perfect. So, um, what, we, what we're gonna dive in into is there's a ton of data that Brand Analytics provides. Um, on this screen itself, you'll be able to see on the left-hand side, everything that pretty much um, on the 1P side, just to clarify, 1P is different than 3P. And I wanna make sure that we know the distinction because what you're seeing here is from a screenshot from Brand Analytics on the 1P side. And how is it different? On the 3P side, you only get this Amazon search terms data because the 3P side is just a different platform a different dashboard and they have already their reporting their business reports that gives you amazon sales so all of this is, is a lot different but it's also the same in the sense in terms of sell through velocity if all the one piece were on the three-piece side we would be seeing the same data i would assume so let's make that assumption right so um as far as and this is all sell through right this is what we're looking at as how fast can, can our brands um really generating sales on the weekly or perhaps daily base Um, So, or even monthly or even yearly. So what you see on here is, is we're going to break this into three different segments down the line. This is segment one. And segment one, we're going to talk about sales diagnostics, sales performance trends, geographical sales insights, net PPM, pre-orders, traffic diagnostics, real time sales. Oh my God, that's so much already as it is. So, uh, just to, you know, since we're going to keep this at, at a very, you know, a, a very short, uh, just first section of analytics, just so that we don't inundate um, our viewers with a ton of data. <laughs> uh, we're just going to make it quick and easy to digest, right? So one of the things that that um, through Amazon Accelerate, um, the, the, uh, they had these the sessions not so long ago, I would say about two months ago from our recording today. Um, it was really, uh, um, Amazon provided these sessions called uh, Through Their Accelerator Program, which really allowed us uh, sellers to be educated a little bit more. And one of the screenshots that really caught my attention is, how is it that we're using data, data analytics or perhaps brand analytics to, to really make sense of, of how we can grow our brands? And the biggest call out is, if you look at the funnel, at the, tradi- at the traditional funnel of obviously brand awareness, consideration, and then purchase conversion, right? Uh, we know that there's a lot of the data that we're, that we're given by Brand Analytics, which is shown here, can be tied into that funnel, right? So a lot of the Amazon search reports, which we're going to touch in session three, because that's going to be, that requires its own deep dive, um, really allows you to see what's, what customers are typing onto Amazon to, to find that product. That discovery factor is really important. And that also ties in into understanding those keywords so you can tie it into your um, titles right optimization. Russell, how often are we optimizing at Vendo? We're
1: always optimizing. It never stops. And <laughs> once you're done, you're thinking about when is the next round of optimizations coming because Amazon is changing, and you have to change with it.
0: Well said exactly and then as you move down the funnel you go into consideration evaluation so amazon gives you item comparison alternative purchase behavior reports all this data is is really the ability to download and and create a module so in excel so that you can easily uh, be able to calculate uh what items depending on the data that you need right um you can easily create a module that spits out and easily report something to your brand so um Item comparison is really good to see what other items are being purchased uh, compared to your product, right? It only makes sense. And then there's other alternate, uh, there's other reports called alternate purchase behavior uh, reports that really allow us to see what uh, what consumers are buying um, that are uh, similar to our product, but yet different, if that makes sense. Um, And then you have purchase. Um, once you have that, once that customer has made that conversion, Amazon gives you demographic, give, uh, demographical data. It gives you market back, basket analysis reports, which is really great. In fact, um, it just gives you the ability to say your customer has purchased, they converted by this product, but they also converted by this product. It also it, it gives you so much power in terms of bundling. Um, but again, we'll dive that into probably section three, because that it's that within itself probably requires its own. Uh, segment and then you get uh, repeat purchase uh, repeat purchased behavior report That allows us to see depending on on the product right how often your customers coming back and and buying that product again But again, there's so much data. We'll dive into the first segment, which is brand analytics uh, Russell you are within this section of the dashboard probably I wouldn't say 90 to 100% of your time dive us in, dive us in into like the details of, of the different widgets, perhaps um, how to filter certain things, what you're seeing. I kind of blurred uh, a few data points here because obviously we want to be respective to our brands, uh, even though it's not brand tied to, to, you know, it's not tied to any of our brands here. I still want to be respective of, of different value of different numbers that we, we want to put out there, obviously. But, but I think this gives you enough talking uh, points in terms of what we're seeing here.
1: Yeah, so um, I'm just going to go over like all different widgets and just kind of break down um, the differences between your different options and, you know, give you a high level overview of what we're seeing here. So for the first one that you can see is the program. So for um, you know, for Vendo, we're mostly focused on Amazon retail, you know, that's where most of our customers are in. But you can also take, take a look at uh, other markets like Amazon Fresh or Amazon Business, depending on, you know, what uh, category your brand falls under. Um, the next widget would be your distributor view, and that's uh, separated into manufacturing and sourcing. So um, just to give you the difference, manufacturing, it kind of looks at all the listings that fall under your brand and how they're doing as a totality. So it also takes into account other sellers and you know other people who might be selling on your listings. Well, for sourcing, it's very much focused on you and your account, you know, what Amazon has ordered from your account and how much has been sold. So for us, you know, we usually look at sourcing because we do know that our accounts have, you know, pretty good health, like we have good buy box percentages. So, you know, we do want to try and just focus on how we're doing versus, you know, seeing what other people are also doing on our listings. Um, the next category you'll see is the sales view, and that you can it can be sorted into order revenue, ship revenue, and uh, ship cost of cost of sales. And you know, order revenue is just uh, how much it has been ordered by the customer, so that also takes into account ship revenue. But some of the numbers that you're getting might not necessarily have already been delivered to the customers. Um, While ship revenue is, you know, what has already been delivered and the transaction is complete. Um, While the other category would be uh, just like how much uh, cost is associated with uh, the order, but we don't look at that category as much. Um, Then like on the next row, you can kind of see how you can... Um, sort all your products and the data by different categories um, you know depending on what category your product falls under um, you know we do retail so you know our product categories can fall under a large variety like beauty cosmetics um, shampoos like there are so many different categories that I can kind of sort under and it really depends on how you want to get a look at your products and you know you can really just focus on specific categories or maybe a few specific categories and you know see changes, the differences that you get between those.
0: Yeah, it all um, depends how your catalog is really built out, right? If you're a company that sells across different categories and you're selling to Amazon, you definitely see different categories there. Uh, mostly all the time um, with our clients, we see one specific category for each one of them. So it makes it really easy for, for us to do our job, depending on the, on, on the viewers, um, on the type of clients that you might have, or perhaps on your own, um, you know, one P account, you you'll see different categories within that dropdown.
1: Yeah, and definitely like this is a good way to sort, but also um, for us, just for our purposes, we also do sometimes like download this data and sort it ourselves because, you know, there are different ways that you can look at it. You could go even more detailed than Amazon gives you. So it really depends on how you kind of want to customize this data, but it does give you a pretty good overview of just the main categories that you're selling under. Um, The other thing that you can kind of sort by is the time range. So you, you have, Daily weekly, monthly, quarterly, and yearly, so in terms of what we're seeing now we're seeing it sort of by like weekly and you know the latest week and you you know you could you could sort of like this, and one thing that I do kind of want to mention is that we always try and download this data and save it ourselves because um, if you're just looking at weekly or daily data, you can only see a year in advance. And for our purposes, a lot of times we're looking at this data, you know, over the past several years and trying to find trends and, you know, how things are doing at different times of the year. So, you know, if you're just looking at things from a monthly perspective, that's fine. But if it's from a weekly perspective, you definitely want to have this safe somewhere just because it might not be available going forward. No.
0: And that's a, actually, let's, let's put like a little asterisk there or a star because, I think that's a good call out, right? Um it it's it's crazy how how through through our analysis quarter after quarter, you know, going into the new year, perhaps the end of the year, we know that those are big spikes for certain brands um, that are selling 1P at Vendo. Um we we need we usually go back a year's worth of data and see what's trending and and not having that weekly data. It's kind of sets you back a little bit because now you don't understand what ASINs were tied to that. You could look at the monthly view, you know, and that's great. But within the month, you have spikes, so it's it's really good to to your point, Russell, um, archive that, <laughs> save it somewhere, stash it, so because Amazon is going to get rid of it, and you know, uh, we've tried even emailing support for that data, and, and they'll come back and say, <laughs> uh, uh, actually, no, we can't give you that. Report.
1: Yeah. And like, for example, Black Friday is coming up and that's a five day event, Black Friday and Cyber Monday, you know, a week, you're looking at the entire week, but you're not seeing, you know, what's happening on those specific days. So, you know, daily data, weekly data, you definitely want to save as much details as possible, just because at some point you're going to want to come back and look at that.
0: Makes sense. Let's dive into the summary view. What is it that we're expecting to see there, Russell?
1: Yeah. So for summary view, um, on the left, you can kind of see the main categories that your that uh, Amazon is going to provide you with. Um, for example, um, revenue—you know—that's pretty straightforward. You know, order ordered revenue or ship revenue is just like revenue you're making uh, for this particular time period. For units, it is you know the actual number of units that y- your customers are ordering from Amazon. Um, and then for average sales price, um, yeah, it's just like the totality of all the units, like how much they're selling for and then ju- just dividing by the number of units. Uh, for glance views, this is actually a v- new metric from Amazon. They just pushed it out. So actually, if you're looking at your own uh, platform right now, a lo- a- if you look um, for some brands, apparently, like this metric isn't even filled out yet, like Amazon believes. You'll, they'll have it by you know November sixteenth, I believe, where they'll have like all of this data populated for all their brands. And for glance views, it's just the individual number of uh, customers that are looking at your brand, at your brands, at your listings, and you know. So that goes into the next metric, which is conversion rate. So you know you'll get a percentage there. So looking at glance view and conversion rate, you can see like how many people are visiting your uh, brand, your pages. And you know how many people are actually making a purchase, and then you have uh, rep uh, out of stock, which is just uh, you know your inventory, and you know how many of your uh, products are out of stock, and it that will also show up as a percentage. And then the next category will be lost by box price, and uh, that is just uh, the percentage of your listings that where you are not winning the buy box, where, you know, somebody else, um, is winning that buy now button that we all really, really want to win on Amazon. And, you know, obviously that percentage, you want it as low as possible because you want to be winning the buy box hundred percent of the time, if possible. No,
0: no, that, that's great. And then, um, the one, the other columns we don't want to forget about talking is reported, which is the actuals for that week, or depending on how you're sorting it. Uh, the nice this column here prior period that's kind of nice to see because that's a good that's a good KPI in terms of are you growing the brand weekly right and then you're able to compare it to the previous week and that's really nice it gives you that uh, it gives you a positive or negative variable there depending on if your brands are growing or not same thing with last year it does give you a percentage growth negative or positive depending on on how you're trending um you know, obviously at Vendo, we like to have all greens, <laughs> meaning everything everything's growing and, and we do our best, right, to really make sure to accelerate uh, the brand's revenue on Amazon because at the end of the day, Amazon holds this inventory, right? Amazon's buying in and, and the brands, they need those POs, right? So how do we correlate all this and how do we tie everything together? If Amazon is selling more, Amazon's going to order more, therefore more POs. So... Um, that's how the math works very simple math obviously but um it's you know the, the biggest things that if if you have a brand partner that's really focused on 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 really generating that sell through because they understand that POs will come with that that's a great partner to have because it just makes the partnership to work a lot easier right because really under really having um or or, or having amazon um, push for POs it doesn't really work that way you push for POs by a seller in sell through Correct? So that's really been our focus at Vando is how can we get that customer to convert? Because Amazon's sitting on inventory, that inventory needs to move. If that inventory moves faster, Amazon will create those POs and it's all algorithm, right? So you have to see what the algorithm is doing. And a lot of this, as you see here, there's forecasting and inventory reports that we'll dive into part two. And we'll dive into um, how that plays into the algorithm, how the, how how it works, and how is it that we can accelerate that growth of POS on your end? Because obviously, we want to be able to make money by selling to Amazon. So um, more to more to that um, as we dive in. But let's look into the detail view a little bit, Russell, and tell us what we see there.
1: Yeah. So you know, once you generate a report um, on the slide previously, you can see like your. Your brand in totality, and then down below here you'll see it broken down by uh, ASIN. You know your individual products or individual listings. And so, um, in terms of just all the metrics that they'll be, be giving you, um, the first thing they'll give you is your order. Well, your revenue ordered or shipped, and you know just how much revenue that your product has uh, kind of generated during this period. The next is the uh, order revenue percentage of total. So. If you look at that entire column added up, it'll be 100%. So that just kind of gives you like how much of that percentage like this individual ASIN is generating for you during this period. Um, the next category is the uh, order revenue prior period. So it just compares, um, is, well, in this case, like this week, um, your product generated this much revenue. How much did it generate compared to before a percentage change? Um, The next one is ordinary revenue compared to last year. So last year, same period of time. What kind of percentage change did you see there? Then you have the ordered units for that particular ASIN. Then you have ordered units uh, percentage of total. So again, um, you know, it'll be 100% and how much of that percentage is from this particular ASIN. Um, The next thing you'll be seeing, um, you won't be seeing it on uh, the slide here, but uh, you'll be able to see it uh, when you slide to the right on your page. Um, You'll have the uh, ordered units uh, compared to prior period. Um, You know, same thing as revenue. It's a percentage change compared to the previous period. Uh, Ordered units compared to last year, also a percentage change. You'll have the uh, subcategory sales rank and, you know, all of your products are separated into uh, different categories uh, on Amazon. So this just kind of gives you the uh, ranking that your uh, product currently has in that particular subcategory. Um, you know, I believe you're actually able to click on that link and it'll take you to that subcategory. So um, must, let me stop you there. Sure? Let's say
0: I have a new client. I'm looking at this detail view. I'm looking at order. It could be ship revenue. It could be either or. I download this data, let's say, for last month. What am I looking for? What, what are some trends there? What are how, how should I start looking at the data? It's so much data. It's a month, month worth of data, right? Uh, what would be a few callouts?
1: Well, the first thing I would probably do is I download each week individually and just kind of put them together side by side. You definitely, you know, a month is too long of a period of time. It's long enough that you're able to see kind of, a change, you know, a graph chart where you're able to see, like, how not just like your um, entire product line is doing, but also, you know, individually, you know, how each ASIN is doing. So you kind of want to break it down the way we usually do it just by week. And, you know, we kind of just map it out and see, you know, revenue changes. And, you know, well, revenue is the first thing that we kind of look at. And you know, you download this month and then you kind of want to draw a baseline. So there are many ways to do it. You might look at the previous year and look at the exact same period. You might look at the previous month and you know, you just want to kind of establish, are we doing well right now? And if we are, what's causing that difference? You know, which ASINs are making a difference and you know driving our revenue. And if we're not, okay, then which ASINs are dropping off or you know maybe this is actually kind of an expected thing like maybe last year we had the exact same drop during the same time that's also something that you kind of want to observe because you know it's just a percentage change but you have to be able to find ways to explain it you know that's the biggest thing within analytics you want to be able to Find out what's driving the changes and also what can you do to make that change? Is there anything that you should be doing? Is there anything that you're missing? So that's just kind of like the first initial thing that we kind of look at. And then you can dive even deeper into, you know, glass views, your sales price, your buy box percentage okay. and, you know, kind of just go from there, I think. Okay,
0: so now, right now it's what? We're, we're in the middle of, of, I would say, November, beginning of November, we're leaning into what? Black Friday Cyber Monday heavy traffic season right for us um, sellers and then we go into holiday. Uh, you know to close up the conversation, what would you say you would recommend for our, our sellers out there um, or for whoever's watching this video uh, a few tips in terms of, of these type of you know as, as we go into these events these moments within Amazon, uh, what should we really look into in terms of the data?
1: Well, um, first, you want to look at historical data. You always want to know whether your products are expected to perform better or worse, you know, during the period prior to an event like Black Friday. And also, you know, you generally expect your products to perform better during Black Friday. So how much better? You know, what's the percentage that we're looking at? What are we aiming for? You want to do better year over year, but you have to have a baseline. The other thing is, and you know, Amazon analytics does provide this, like you want to look at um, your category, like what product category are you selling under and how's the category doing right now? What's the, what are the changes in, you know, search volume for your category? You know, how is the category performing in general?
0: That's key, right? Search trends and within even search volume, because that's so important. What about if, if, you know, obviously holiday, it's huge. If you're in toy, oh my God, the demand there, it's huge, right? Everyone's shopping for their kids on Amazon. But I think, you, you know, you really touched on a good, on the, on the good um, a good little, uh, I would say, um, key point there, right? Search term data, understanding the trends within your category is, is super, super important. But I didn't mean to cut you off, please, please go ahead. Please continue
1: no um and i guess the other thing is just uh, look at your competitors and you know that doesn't necessarily mean like the leader in your product category because you know those you know the, the amount of dollars they're putting in like there are a lot of differences between what they're doing and you're doing so you don't want to always be compared against the leaders but you do want to maybe find you know a company that is probably like in the same product category as you as probably performing similarly as you and then you want to see how how are they doing how they do last year, you know, you always want to be able to draw a baseline. You want to be able to see your performance and not just see a positive or a negative, like in terms of your performance, but are we performing up to snuff or is it expected? You know, if it's unexpected, is it good or bad? And then you kind of want to go from there and find out the reason why. And then most importantly, you want action items. What can we be doing better? or did we do something really good? And can we make it even better? Can we expand it across our product lines? Can we just drive our performance better and better year over year?
0: No, absolutely. And and a lot of the times um, we take brands at Vendo that already have this baseline from the previous year, right? So it's important for us um, as account managers um, and as as leaders within you know within our group in terms of looking at the data, we really need to download and look at what you know this brand, especially a new brand, how they perform in the past um, I think catalog is super important again, leaning back into the the importance of understanding your catalog because now you know that maybe your hero item in in last year's is, is not going to be available for this year so how much, you know, what percentage of revenue did that completely made out of your total revenue? So you got to really take that into consideration. Um, and then on top of that, do we do we have enough inventory to support that sell-through, right? Because we know Amazon's going to order heavy based on the transfer from last year. So therefore, is that, first, is that item available? And second, are we going to be able to support the POs coming in for Amazon, right? So, um that the brand analytics gives us all that information. It gives us trends forecasts, which, you know, we'll lean into in another segment. But I think, uh, we've captured a lot today. I think, I think if, if our sellers were to take, let's say, um, if, if there was one quick pro tip that you want to give our sellers out there, what would it be?
1: Know your own brand, know your catalog. A lot of times, you know, the reason why we're professionals is because we can look at a brand, we can look at the catalog and we can make call outs that even the brand themselves might not be able to call out just looking at the data because, you know, the data is easy to understand, you know, percentages, numbers, but the most important thing is you're able to not just, you know, you've seen all this data over a long period of time. And so you're able to make call outs based off of what you're seeing now and based off what you know historically. So always know more about your products, know more about um, your historical data and just understand your catalog as much as possible. And there's always something else that you can find out about it.
0: hundred <laughs> percent. I think uh, the one tip I would now I uh, would give out to all the sellers is know your category. That's, that's, that's also really important, right? Is understand what others are doing and you touched on that, on that earlier. And I think, um, it's, I know it can be overwhelming at times because there's just so much happening on Amazon and Amazon's also changing the platform so much and you're trying to keep up, but if, if you're able to see and, and slowly keep track of those changes, slowly look at the data and find those correlations of what Amazon's doing and how that affects your product, I think that just makes you uh, more valuable at the end of the day but anyways um we can keep going i have you know you and i have chatted hours entirely just going over data looking at data um and I, and I think our audience um hopefully you guys enjoyed this session small session we'll bring back a part two i promise uh, and we're going to touch on inventory again going back to brand analytics what does that mean on brand analytics we're going to touch on search term reports you know what it means for your listings but I think uh, just going into the one piece side, if you're a one piece seller, go to Brand Analytics, download your sales, your sales ship revenue, you know, order revenue, um, be able to start developing pivots off of that just by importing from Excel, um, and make the data easy to understand, not only for yourself, but for your clients. So thank you again for joining us. This was a lot of fun. Thanks, Russell. Um, see you next time.
1: Yep, thanks everyone, see ya.